Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we have health practitioner Lori Hammer. We get a lot of heavy metal toxicity from our mom right in the womb. So when when you're pregnant, you know, if you're a mom listening to this, you dumped a bunch of stuff into your kids, unfortunately. So if you're toxic, they're toxic. Um, But there's a lot of different things we can do to reduce our toxic load that we have control over. So I always teach my clients, you know, what are you putting on your body head to toe? Skin is our biggest organ. So that has to be clean because we have so many toxins in our in our water, whether it's chlorine, bromine, uh, fluoride, you name it, there's gunk in there. I'm a certified functional health practitioner who's on a mission to educate 1 billion people. I've been obese for most of my life. From rock bottom to the top of the mountain, I am passionate about studying ancient healing strategies like fasting and the ketogenic diet and curating this information on the Keto Camp podcast. My goal is to bring you the thought leaders in this space. My name is Ben Azadi, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, I'm excited to share Lori Hammer with you today. Lori is a colleague of mine, a brilliant health practitioner with the hearts of gold. On today's episode, we're going to talk about her incredible story of overcoming heavy metal toxicity, a cancer scare, and we'll discuss how to take back your brain, how to deal with mental fog, brain fog, and help your brain function the way it was designed to function. We're going to discuss how to replace fear, depression, anxiety with faith and purpose, and why fasting and faith and prayer go hand in hand in hand. We're going to get into heavy metals and how these hidden sources of toxins are causing cancer from deodorant to silver fillings to some of the things that are in your household today that you are not aware of which is causing inflammation leading to problems in the future. We're gonna uncover all that for you and so much more. I can't wait to bring her on the show. Before I do, I wanna thank you so much for choosing the Keto Camp Podcast out of all the podcasts out there. You chose this one and we are super grateful. Our mission here at Keto Camp is to educate and to inspire one billion people on planet Earth. If you're brand new to the podcast, please hit that subscribe button. We release a brand new episode two to three times per week. We are committed to bringing you the amazing thought leaders in the health space. And we specialize in keto, fasting, performance, longevity, and all things ancient healing strategy. I want to get to the Apple podcast review of the day. This one comes from Always Behind. (laughs) It's titled Beginner's Breakdown, five-star review. And here's what they shared. I found Ben while trying to learn some simple keto one-on-one basics. He has a great delivery to make you understand this process without feeling overwhelmed. I joined the introductory keto camp and already feel I'm light years ahead in knowledge. The podcast is the fat on the steak. Love this. What an awesome explanation. I am so grateful that you resonate with my work and the information is scientific but also easy to understand. And I'm so grateful to have you in my program. So thank you so much for leaving that review. If you haven't left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review, please do so right now. Just pause it, 
hit that rating and review button. It really does help the show grow, and I might just read your review on the next episode. Speaking of which, I do have my introductory Keto Camp program, which is what the reviewer was referencing. It's called my 28-Day Keto Jumpstart. I actually just launched this three weeks ago, not even three weeks ago, and it has been such a hit. I initially was going to launch this program, which is a 28-day guided keto program with videos, meal plans, a private Facebook group. I hop in, I do some live streams and Q&As. I was going to launch this for one payment of $97, but for right now, if you're hearing this on time, in time, head over to startketocamp.com and you could get access, instant access, for 92% off. Yes, just one payment of $7 grants you access to all of the information I shared and so much more. The website is startketocamp.com. Keep in mind, it's camp with the K. That's startketocamp.com. Please take a screenshot of this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast and shoot us a tag over at vbenazadi and at Keto Camp Official. When we see it, we'll share on our stories and we'll get some other Keto Campers following you back. If you want to watch the video version of this interview with Lori Hammer, head over to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Keto Camp. Remember, that's camp with a K. All right, let's get into this episode and this amazing conversation with Lori Hammer. Lori Hammer is an expert in helping moms take back their brain and overcoming anxiety and depression. As somebody who has struggled with eating disorder, depression, anxiety, had a cancer diagnosis, pain, sleepless nights, failed marriage, fantastic marriage, working out her faith, health challenges with kiddos and parents, she is committed to teaching those about nutrition to take back their health and their brain. I personally know Lori because she is in the organization, which is the Platinum Program from Health Centers of the Future. We get mentorship from the greatest in the world, Dr. Daniel Pompa. We work together. We are committed to changing the world, and I'm so grateful to have this conversation with Lori Hammer, so let's bring her on the show. Lori Hammer, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. Hello, Ben. Thanks for having me. I am excited and grateful to be with you today. I love your energy. I love your knowledge, and I just love who you are. Uh, and uh, we'll talk all about what you're doing in this world. We'll talk about fasting and prayer. We'll talk about how to transition families from into a healthier lifestyle and why it's important to do it as a family. We'll get into some detox and heavy metals and all that good stuff. But before we do, I'd love for you to share your powerful story of how you ended up in this place. Wow. Okay. So my story started back when I was just a little girl. Um, I grew up and I had a mom who was just, she was sick all the time. I don't ever remember her being well. And so growing up in that environment, I thought I need to fix her. I need to find a way to prevent this, you know, so other people have, don't have to go through the same thing I did as a child. Cause I would stand in the doorway of her bedroom and look at her just to see if she was breathing, you know? So, so that passion for seeking health or seeking wellness started as a, as a child for me. I didn't understand it back then, but I knew that there had to be a better way than what I was seeing my mom go through all those years. And so we fast forward and, and I ended up in nursing school and I thought that would be the way that would fix everything. I'd just be a nurse and I have such deep respect for, for the nursing profession. And, but I soon discovered that that really wasn't the model that I wanted to go after. Um, I wanted to be on the first side of it to prevent people from having to need that nursing care, right? 
and I realized that my mom didn't get well through the medical care and so I needed to find a different way and at that time I was such I was so deep into an eating disorder I had spent 12 years of my life uh, with bulimia just that was my coping mechanism just from all of the uh, family dynamic issues with my mom being sick and you know all those kind of things that go on in your life and so I realized I couldn't finish nursing school because that wasn't my passion and I was just so sick. Um, and so my first dive into the alternative health world was my psychiatric nursing professor. She sent me an article. She said, Lori, you need to check this out. It was um, from Julia Ross out of Recovery Systems in California. It was an article on you're, you're allergic to what you're addicted to. And I was addicted to food. I was bulimic. I binged and I purged all the time. And so I checked it out. I called out to recovery systems and I went out there as an outpatient because I could not get into an eating disorder program in the United States anywhere because I wasn't suicidal. I was at a good weight. I was exercising. I mean, there's so many things that were good in my life, but I kept ending up in the ER because I was slowly killing myself, but yet I wasn't suicidal. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. But anyway, so I went out to recovery systems as an outpatient. And I learned that I had celiac disease. I had a yeast overgrowth. Um, all of my neurotransmitters were off. So I was deficient in serotonin and GABA and catecholamines and you name it, my blood sugar was dysregulated. And so I was able to be put on a program to nourish my body as it had never been nourished. The amino acid therapy that I did cut my cravings just like that. And my binging stopped. My addiction to food stopped. And then I was able to start re-nourishing my body in a way that it had never been nourished before and understanding what it meant to have celiac disease, understanding what it meant to have candida, low thyroid issues, all those kind of things. So that was my first deep dive and that took me pretty deep for a really long time. And then I got married and fast forward, you know, quite a few years, I ended up with a cancer diagnosis and my son had celiac disease and then I had my cancer diagnosis and I was the healthiest person I knew. Like, how could I get cancer, right? I've done all these wonderful things with my life. I take the right supplements. I have the right diet. You know, my family life is good. Um, my daughter at that time was five months old and everybody was shocked. So if Lori was doing all these good things, you know, obviously what she's doing isn't working for her. Well, um, I knew then I had to dig deeper, right? But before I could dig, dig deeper, you have to deal with the cancer. <laughs> And um, so it was pretty devastating and I never expected that diagnosis. And so I went to, you know, you see the oncologist, you see the surgeon and then they do a PET scan on you. And I had a week between the time I was diagnosed until I had my PET scan done. And in that week, um, I will tell you, Ben, I, I did so much soul searching and so much, spent so much time in prayer with the Lord. Like, how did this happen? You know, where, where did this come from? And I had so many people praying for me and I was able to go to a place with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit that I was never able to go to before. And when I had my PET scan done, um, I didn't know what it would show because I had a really rare and fast growing form of cancer and they expected it to be everywhere in my body. And they were just deciding, you know, trying to figure out where it was and then to make the game plan from there. And anyway, so a week later when I got the results, the cancer wasn't anywhere. Like it was totally wiped out of my body. What should have been everywhere because it was a level four out of five when they removed the, the, the growth that I had on my leg. It was a level four out of five. So that should have been everywhere. 
and it wasn't anywhere. And so I knew that I knew that I knew that I was healed to that very marrow of my bone. Like it was gone totally. And I had confirmation after confirmation from the Lord in all of that. And if I told you some of those stories, some of your listeners would be like, that's a little kooky, <laughs> but if they want to catch the whole story, they can, they can go to my cancer story on my YouTube page if they want. And I share a couple little things there with them, but what's your YouTube, the, YouTube page called take back my brain. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, the, the Lord healed me from cancer and then I had all these open doors to dive even deeper. So your, my paradigm shifted and said, why did I get cancer? Cause there has to be a reason, right? You just don't all of a sudden have cancer. There has to be a dysfunction, body, mind, and spirit. And so I dove into all three of those areas. And one area that was still that I never addressed before was heavy metals. So I had a lot of heavy metal toxicity and our mentor, Dr. Pompa, that was the first time that I have ever was introduced to him was at that point in time. And that was long before that was 13 years ago before all of the, you know, the true cellular detox and everything that we have going on now. So it was just the very beginning of that whole detox process. So that's when I was first introduced to that. And uh, I've been working on those things slowly over the years until about the last two and a half years. Um, but, you know, mind and your spirit, where, where did I go wrong there? What was going on wrong in between my ears? Um, so working on those kind of things, working on my heart and digging deeper into my faith. And, and that's kind of where I ended up now, I guess. Amazing. I love helping people. I, I love seeing other people heal. Yeah, I can, I can see that from you. That's such a great story. I reached out to you a few months ago when my, my girlfriend, Natasia had a, a cancer scare. She had these abnormal um, moles and her, her doctor said, we've got to do a further testing. And I reached out to you and the rest of the doctors and you gave me, you shared that story with me yeah. and you shared and you prayed for her. And thankfully she got back the results and it was non-cancerous. Uh, so yeah. Amen. And, and I, I am a believer also in, in prayer because for, for me, um, when my dad was going through his um, nine months being on his deathbed, essentially, it was that one night that I went home and I said, I said a prayer that I was saying every single night. Uh, but this one was a, there was something different about this prayer. There was an energy. There was a spirit. There was, there was something I feel that was listening to me. 24 hours later, my father was passed on and resting in peace. And that was my prayer for him to be resting in peace and no longer in pain. So ever since then, I have been such a strong believer in the power of prayer. And your example is perfect. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah, prayer is just part of my life, everything. Let's talk about something you recently did, which is, I think it was a 21-day fast. At the beginning of the year, yeah, I did. Yeah, talk. why did you do it? How did it feel? And give us your experience with that, 21 days. 21 days. So I kind of wanted to do that for a very long time. This was my third January, starting out with a fast. So the past two Januaries previous, I did a five-day. Um, and then... I had just been seeking the Lord even deeper and deeper. And I just felt I was supposed to do a 21 day fast. And so I did. And, um, I started out with a water fast. I did that for seven days. And then I did a broth fast for, uh, another seven days. And then I just transitioned into, you know, just a partial fast for seven days. And it was amazing. I had a lot of healing in my body. Um, some strange things happened yeah. in my body. Like I lost my voice for, I don't know, what was it? Almost two weeks. Mm -hmm. 
yeah. what, other, what other strange things happened? Um, oh, like uh, places on my legs that hadn't, I didn't know they were still injured. You know, they would heal at my thumb. Um, oh, the end of my finger from the knuckle on up went numb. It kept going numb and would turn completely white. It was so bizarre. I don't, I don't know if it was from, you know, sports when I was younger. Um, I don't know what it was from, but it was really, really bizarre and just cold all the time. And then I would get super hot and, uh, I would go through nights where I would just stay up and I'd be like so energized (laughs) and then days where I'd just be so tired. So it was quite the experience. I'll do it again. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. How important is fasting uh, to pro- allow the body to heal itself? I think it's vital. I think your body can't heal unless you're fasting. I fully believe that now with all my heart. For so many years, I was, because I came from that eating disorder world, you know, I was scared to fast and I still had so much healing to do autoimmune disease and celiac disease and depression and anxiety and all those things. And like a lot of that went away you know, mind wise, but there was always that residual stuff until I started fasting three years ago. Um, when I started fasting three years ago, it was like the switch turned hormones change, zero anxiety, like that, just that creepy anxiety that just sort of low level hung there, totally gone after my first five day fast. So I think it's vital for healing. And I see that with my clients too, whether it's blood sugar, whether it's mood issues, whether it's hormone issues, when they start fasting, things healed to a degree that you could never supplement or diet away. What would you say to somebody who loves what they're hearing? They want to do fasting. They've been thinking about doing fasting. They've been thinking about doing a block fast. Maybe they're doing like an intermittent fast, but they're afraid. They're, they're mentally psyching themselves out about a longer fast. What advice would you give to them? Um, you know, one, like we always teach, do intermittent fasting, you know, get into ketosis, keto camp, join your keto camp for sure. Um, start doing intermittent fasting and then, you know, do a 24 hour fast one day a week. And then, oh, that worked out well. Then do two 24 hour fasts a week. Then try a three day fast. That'll go pretty well, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then work your way up. You know, don't just dive in and set yourself up for failure, set yourself up for success and work your way into it. Cause okay. I couldn't have fasted, you know, four years ago, I would have been terrified, but I had my work my way into it. Yeah. That's awesome advice because I, I, I agree. It's like a muscle that you build up and develop over Absolutely. time. Yeah. You had said something when, during your story, you said, uh, you know, that cancer does not, does not just show up overnight. You know, on average, it's about 10 years for it to be diagnosed, um, which is important to understand because we can do something right now today to get the cards in our favor. And you mentioned how you figured out that toxicity, heavy metals played a big role in that diagnosis. So could you speak about more about the common things you see out there with your patients, with your clients, when it comes to toxicity, what are heavy metals and what are some things we can do to start um, reducing that toxic load? Right. So we get a lot of heavy metal toxicity from our mom right in the womb. So when you, when you're pregnant, you know, if you're a mom listening to this, you dumped a bunch of stuff into your kids, unfortunately. So if you're toxic, they're toxic. Um, but there's a lot of different things we can do to reduce our toxic load that we have control over. So I always teach my clients, you know, what are you putting on your body head to toe? Toxicity. So first of all, we shower every single day. 
So your water has to be clean. You have to have a good shower filter. You have to have a good drinking water system, right? Mm -hmm. That's this skin is our biggest organ. So that has to be clean because we have so many toxins in our, in our water, whether it's chlorine, bromine, uh, fluoride, you name it, there's gunk in there. And so, and then what lotions are you putting on? Shampoos, toothpaste, um, perfumes. And I teach my clients, please don't wear perfume. It's so <laughs> toxic. If you want to smell good, put on some, you know, well-structured essential oils. Yeah. You know, something of that nature. We're not supposed to, I have if, like we're, if we're not, there you go. If we're not toxic, <laughs> we don't stink. So if you stink, you have a toxicity issue. It's Great just point. all there is to it. Yeah. So if you have a body odor in your armpits, there's a toxicity issue going on, you know? Um, deodorant is huge, right, Ben? We, yeah. you, I hardly ever wear deodorant anymore. As, as more, the more I detox, the less I stink. Yeah. <laughs> right. So deodorant is very toxic. Aluminum. We don't want to put that where our lymph is. We have such heavy lymph um, underneath our armpits, running down the side, around our breast tissue, in our groin area. Those where, you know, a lot of cancer starts manifesting is in our lymph. And so we want to make sure everything we're putting in our body is clean so it doesn't stay in our lymph because it's hard to keep our lymph moving because there's no blood flow system there. You had mentioned um, fasting and prayer, right? Why do you believe those go hand in hand? Um, Because I'm, I'm grounded in, you know, in faith in the Lord, right? And so I believe that he gave us prayer and he gave us fasting as like an atomic power. And when I'm fasting and I have prayer intention at the same time, that's when I see results manifest in my life. If I'm just fasting, which is great to do, you don't always have to combine the two together. You can pray without fasting. You can fast without praying. Um, and you see results on both ends. But when you put them together, it is like this atomic bomb explosion. And I can go through my journal and I can see when I intentionally fasted and prayed for specific things that they have all happened in my life, or I can see the path to which they're, they're going to happen. Like I can, I can taste it. I can touch it. It's like right there. It just hasn't happened yet, but I see it. That makes sense. Yeah. I love that you journal that as well. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about families. Uh, right now we're in the quarantine and there's a lot of families who are together. And unfortunately, the foods that are readily available are those processed foods that are in that are packaged that are full of junk. So what are some some ways because you're a mom and you teach your clients who are parents as well how to transition the entire family the household into a healthier um, household. So how do you do that? What are some tips? Right. Well, first and foremost, you don't announce to your family we're going on this journey and we're going to eat gluten free now or we're not going to have any <laughs> sugar. Don't announce that <laughs> because then you're going to get a lot of kickback. Your kids are going to hate you. They're going to complain. Your husband's going to want to know where his Oreos went, you know? Um, so I, I, that's why I teach my clients. Don't announce it. Just start making some transitions. So if you think your family is sensitive to gluten, which most people are right. And we want to get those grains out. We want to get that glyphosate out. And so you just, stop buying things like, oh, you know, or you switch your product. You, hey, we're just going to try this bread for now. And then we try a different bread. And then all of a sudden we don't have bread and we move to say some like Siete or what is that good brand of tortilla, Siete tortillas. Yeah. We have tacos, right? We're just trying some new things, see what we like better. And as you slowly transition your family, 
you know, and these just start buying some organic salsa as opposed to the salsa that's toxic, that has a lot of sugar in it. Um, you start buying some organic vegetables. You just don't announce it, <laughs> you know. You start buying the grass-fed cheese instead of the cheese that's not grass-fed and organic. So you just slowly transition into those because everybody has a budget. Everybody needs to decide what's a priority. Um, and I guarantee you, if you don't have the other stuff in the house over time, people will just start eating other things. You know, kids will gravitate. They honestly will. If you give them the option, they will gravitate towards meat and cheese and fats. That's what they generally like if you don't inundate them with sugar. So you just start slowly kicking it out. You know, you buy a better chip. Um, you don't buy the Oreos. You just, you know, you decide to make cookies and you buy the ingredients to make cookies. You make it a family event instead of, you know, just grabbing stuff off the shelf. It takes more time, takes more forethought. Um, but I, my moms that do this, they, they actually love it. I have moms that wouldn't cook a thing. All of a sudden they're making, you know, meatballs because their kids are helping. And then they, oh my gosh, we made some almond flour cookies last weekend. And we tried these tortillas and everybody loves it. And, and then I get credit for it. They're like, Lori said to try this. And I'm like, well, if Lori said to try it, then we're going to try it because the last thing was good. That's great. I love that. And what about like some specific ingredients for parents to look out for? Because I know a lot of parents, they are not well-versed like you and I, we know, what specific ingredients they might look at the front of a label and it looks healthy. The marketing is fantastic. So what are some things, some ingredients to look out for, for moms to know about? Absolutely. So, um, corn syrup for one, you know, stay away from corn syrup and just processed sugar in general. If you're going to buy something with sugar, you know, and as you're transitioning, I fully expect that you are, you know, look for, you know, organic cane sugar and then move into maple syrup and honey. And, you know, then, you know, do a lot of just fresh fruit kind of stuff. Um, oils is huge. As you and I know, Ben, the cell is what you have, the cell membrane, right, is where life and death begins. And so when we're eating bad fats, and this is why I hone in on my, on my moms, is we have to start buying good fats. So no corn oil, no soy, no canola, because there's so many health foods out there that have like non-GMO canola oil in it especially if you're going to Whole Foods, yep. those types of places, you have to read the back of the label. Does it have safflower? Does it have a sunflower? Does it have canola oil? Those are already rancid in the package. And so that creates sick cells. Our cell membrane gets sick from those. And so we want to make sure we're using avocado oil, coconut oil, butter, ghee, even lard is a good example of a good fat, right? Yep. The fats are huge. So transitioning from you know, like the processed cheeses into a whole cheese. So if it has more than like four or five ingredients, you don't want to buy it. I want to take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends 
at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden, your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden, your cells produce energy. So you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out. Order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Great rule of thumb right there. And if you can't pronounce one of those ingredients, it's also a red, a red flag right. right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. So that's hopefully that helps. I, I think it does for those who are, uh, who have a family, who, who are mothers who are listening or watching this episode. Uh, I want to talk about your, your YouTube channel and just the, the brand taking back your brain. Why did you decide to call that? What does that mean? Um, it, Cause it encompasses a lot of different things. Cause we can't take back our brain with just food while that's helpful. We can't take back our brain just with fasting. Well, that's helpful. Uh, we can't take back our brain with just mindset. We have to combine everything. And so my YouTube channel combines all of those things together, body, mind, and spirit. Because um, if our brain doesn't work, there isn't anything else that's going to work. We have to have our brain functioning well. And that's what my expertise is in, is to balance the brain, to balance the neurotransmitters, to detox the brain, um, thought processes, and so we have to take our brain back. Otherwise, we can't function in life. So what are some practical ways to start doing that, to start having better uh, brain function, cognitive function? What are some easy things that they can start doing today? Oh, good question. Good question. One is, you know, we just talked about food. So slowly changing your food, that, that has to be key. One of the things that I teach my clients, and 99% of the people who come to me, we do amino acid therapy. And so... Let's assess and see, are you deficient in serotonin? Because if you have obsessive thoughts, if you're depressed and anxious, you need some serotonin support. You need to support that brain with some supplementation, right? Because we can't talk away a lot of anxiety and depression. We just have to boost our brain. And then it magically kind of goes away on its own, a lot of what we're trying to deal with in therapy. Um, so I would say, stop trying so hard, like try stop doing your willpower stuff. And, and realize that there may be a deficiency there. So acknowledging that you may need some different support than what you've been told you might need. And speaking, um, it's all about what words are you speaking to yourself? Are you speaking life or are you speaking death? Are you speaking advancement in your family? Are you holding things back? You know what I'm saying? So what's coming out of your mouth and, and what are you speaking out to your family? So if you catch yourself being grumpy, because we have the power to change our mood. And I talked to my moms a lot about this is we, we have that power. So what are you going to speak today? Are you going to speak life? Or are you going to speak something different? Um, I'm trying to articulate that. Well, Ben, sorry. No, it's, it's I love what you said. Are you going to speak life? Or are you going to speak death? Cause I believe as well that you, we get what we think about all those 60,000 thoughts we think about every single day. And they're sneaky because it's the thoughts that we're thinking when we're brushing our teeth, when we're walking our dog, it's those sneaky thoughts that really manifest our results. 
Yeah. Cause you just change your posture. You stop and you take a few, you know, cleansing breaths. Um, you, you can choose which way your next word spoken is going to go. Your next thought process is we have so much control and learning how to take that control back instead of just, you know, spilling our mouth in the moment or just living in the moment and trying to survive to getting out of that survival mode, I guess is what I'm saying to not live in survival mode, but into like thrival mode, if that's mm-hmm. even a word. <laughs> it could be. I love that word. If, we'll make one up, right? Yeah. Thrival mode. Yes. It's I love a keto that. camp word, thrival. <laughs> it's true. We're, we're, we were designed, we were created for greatness. We were created for yeah. uh, thriving, not just surviving. And you're speaking about that. And I saw on your website, you, you uh, teach those who are experiencing anxiety or experiencing depression, and you teach them these tools to overcome that. So you, you talked about, it, it might not just be a willpower thing. It could also be a serotonin deficiency. It could mm-hmm. be because of the diet you're eating. So fasting, I believe is a powerful way to remove the interference. I know you agree. Um, removing gluten, you know, that's going to wreck the gut. What are some other things? I'm looking for like practical things they can start doing today to help with this production of serotonin and melatonin and neurotransmitters, all that good stuff. Yeah. So supplement wise, you can, you know, try 5-HTP or L-tryptophan, the boost the serotonin. Move, just get out and move, right? Um, listen to uplifting music. What are you putting in your ears um, so that you're feeling or listening to an uplifting podcast? What are we filling our mind with and what are we reading? So we get so caught up in, in social media. You know, moms that come to me, they're addicted. They're on Facebook. They're playing Candy Crush. They're like sucked into somebody else's drama, you know, setting limits and saying, cause that will suck your serotonin down. That depletes your endorphins. That makes you stressed and anxious and you just want to ball up. So setting limits on our social media time, setting limits on, you know, or setting parameters, like this is what I I have this specific time for me today. I'm going to read, you know, before I go to bed. And this is what I'm going to read to uplift me, whether it's your Bible, whether it's a motivation book, whether it's a really good podcast or just some worship music. I just love to listen to worship music before I go to bed to get my mind in that frame so that my dreams follow that same pattern all night so that I have actually a repair time and sleep. You know, we're talking about dreams, sleep. You have to have a set bedtime and you have to have a set wake time. And if you don't, your body just doesn't know how to repair. It doesn't have that opportunity and your body needs that routine in order to heal. And so once you establish your sleep routine, you have good sleep hygiene, then you set yourself up for a better day the next day. I love those tips right there. Yeah, you're, you're so right. Um, I, I read a study that sh- I think it was in Scientific America that showed one poor night of sleep resulted in higher cortisol levels and insulin levels the following night. Right. Uh, and, and that's not good. So for watching the news, constant negative news, CNN, every night before bed, that's going to affect this process, this amazing human body process right here. So that was that was super helpful. What are What about some additional maybe supplements or foods or habits to help with cognitive function. So somebody who has brain fog, they're forgetful, they're forgetting where they put their keys to their car. What are some things they can start doing right now? Absolutely. So um, intermittent fasting is huge for that. That clears up a lot of female brain fog for sure, because it helps to reset those hormones. Um, Getting the gluten out, getting the sugar out, cut out dairy. Um, As you're drinking there, how hydrated are you, right? 
Um, if you're dehydrated and we don't need to drink gallons of water a day, each person's individual, but you still have to be hydrated in order for your brain to function well. Um, and so starting out your day and, and I know in the keto world and the paleo world, you know, coffee is still a big deal. And so people seem to be addicted to coffee, but I, I, I work a lot with people who have such adrenal fatigue and such depletion in their neurotransmitters that I'm not a coffee proponent. And so I teach people how to get up in the morning to, to hydrate themselves well, do a little bit of exercise, have some mind time where you know, you're focusing on what am I gonna do for the day? And then supplementation where we're actually boosting the brain with specific amino acids, whether it's um, you know, GABA or theanine, L-tryptophan, 5-HTP, DPA, DLPA, you name it, whatever we're gonna use to boost the brain instead of having that artificial boost of coffee, which actually ends up, they end up crashing later. So setting yourself up once you get up for the day and get going so that you don't crash at 11 o'clock or two o'clock. And that helps to set your brain up for later, for sure. Awesome. That was great tips right there. Uh, final question for you here is out of all the tools in the shed, we have so many out there. You mentioned several that were super powerful. Which one is your favorite and why? I love using amino acids to boost the brain. I think that's, that's my very favorite. I think that's because that's what healed my brain to start with. Um, and so when I was deep into depression and anxiety and I got those amino acids in my brain, it's like my brain turned on and I get to see that with my clients. They come into my office or I see them on zoom. And by the time our first appointment is done, most of them, 90, 95% of them walk out or shut the zoom off. And they already feel better because we tried supplements on them. So it's like magic that happens in the brain. And that's so exciting to me. So like, just change somebody in an hour. That's awesome. So like essential aminos, are you referring to that? Yes. Okay. That's such, such a great tip right there. Uh, your YouTube channel is called taking back, uh, your take back brain, my brain. My, my, my brain, your website, what's your website? TheLaurieHammer.com. And then where else can the audience go find your work? I am on Facebook, um, Lori Hammer, Take Back My Brain. And I have a private Facebook group, Take Back My Brain. And that's where I am right now. I'm going to put all those links down below. So if you're watching the YouTube video here, it's down below. If you're listening to the podcast, it's in the, the notes podcast. What are the final words you want to share with the, with the Keto Camp podcast community? Hmm. That your body can heal. Your body has the innate intelligence when you give it all the right ingredients to heal and to stay well. And if you aren't well yet, like you're on this journey, I've been on this journey for 25 years, right? And I've had an eating disorder. I've had cancer. I've got kids that have been sick. We've worked with, you know, head injuries in my family. Um, it's this whole journey. It's, it's honestly never going to stop for you. So don't think that it will. You have to be super, super consistent and it takes years to get well, not months. So like I said, I've been on this journey for 25 years and my paradigm keeps going deeper and deeper and deeper and know that um, if you feel like you're stuck, you just need to go a little bit further and you're going to find another answer to take you to the next level of health. Beautiful. Lori, I want to acknowledge you for your work, your authenticity, your faith, uh, I'm grateful to be on this mission with you and you just show up. You're always so bright. 
Um, every time I hear your Voxer or I, when I when I saw you in Newport Beach, you've, you're always so positive and uplifting and you're always so encouraging with your thoughts towards me and Natasia. So I'm so grateful that you came on the podcast and you shared your knowledge. I think the audience learned so much on how to transition their family into a healthier lifestyle, why fasting and prayer go hand in hand, uh, how the body can heal, heavy metals, how to get back your brain. It was just a fantastic conversation. So I thank you for coming on the show and for showing up in this world. Oh, thanks so much, Ben. It was so much fun. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. You're an inspiration and close to my heart. Thank you. Thank you for listening to that entire interview with Lori Hammer. I imagine you resonated with her authentic share and her brilliance. I highly encourage you to go check out her work, thelorihammer.com. We'll put her social media handles as well and her website as well in the notes of this podcast. So go check her out. She's doing amazing work. Go let her know you heard her on the Keto Camp podcast and she'll be happy to hear that. I would love for you to leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcast. If you got any benefit from this audio, please do so today and text this to a friend. Text it to somebody who is lacking that faith. Text it to somebody who is struggling with their health. You could make a big difference in their life just by sending them a text message with this podcast. I want to encourage you to take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Shoot us a tag at thebenazadi and at Keto Camp Official. When we see it, we will share it. A reminder, if you want to get into my 28-day Keto Jumpstart program for just one payment of $7, that is 92% off, head over to startketocamp.com, camp with the K, that is startketocamp.com. You'll get access to 50-plus videos on keto and fasting, over $600 or about $600 worth in keto meal plans, and so much more. Hope to see you in there. I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. You will hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.